Well, hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, to the last episode of Montreal by Night Season 1. I am your storyteller, Tyson Fraley, and I just wanted to give a quick shout-out out top for thanking you all for listening along with the story with us. We greatly appreciate it. But uh, we'll get more into that in the shout-outs at the end of uh, this episode. So let's just dive into our recap. Last time on Montreal by Night, the Coterie all met together with all of their allies, discussed plans, and then finally took to storming St. Joseph's Oratory. With the help of their allies, the Coterie was able to save a young woman from a ritual as well as hold off the numerous ghouls created by Monsieur Bouchard. After Frederick Lake and Beau were both shot and killed during the exchange, the Coterie was able to chase down Abigail Bray and Monsieur Bouchard and end both of their unlives. And that is where we're going to jump right back in. As soon as I see this and see his head pinned to the wall, I'm just going to cry out, Fortiti! Ha! Ha ha ha! Fortiti, bastardo! You got what you deserved! Before dropping to the ground and turning to look at Nakano, like, <laughs> just eyes open, like stupid crazy grin on, on my face, and I'm going to blink forward and bear hug him. That's very good, because Nakano was just about to, like, collapse. So you're basically the only thing holding him up, holding him up right now, Talison. Asher comes forward to stand with his two friends and puts a hand on each of them. And a weight seems to be lifted from his shoulders. Uh, and I'm going to use Valerian on Nakano, just in case. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to take some damage from it, but that's okay. Uh, and Asher says, now comes the hard part. We have to keep this group of ours together. I'm more than willing to stick around and give it a try. I'd say we've earned the peace here. Yes, yes. Whatever you say, Asher. As you guys collect yourselves and head out from the hallway, uh, you return into the main chambers of where the pews are set up, the rest of the group, as you can see, uh, the corpse of Frederick Lake still scattered near the altar. And as you see, the rest of the guru, three standing over near the pews, just sitting in amongst. As you see, at the far end of the congregation as it were Trixie, Dixie, Mixie and Barbara as well as Ryan standing there as uh, they all seem to be awaiting for Talison. Nakano you heal you heal three aggravated damage holy shit thank you so much bud uh, if we're just talking about stuff that's happening in the immediate aftermath I am going to begin making arrangements to like bring frederick lake's body with us to to be dealt with properly okay 
as uh, Nakano, you head over to Frederick Lake's body. Uh, you see uh, a few of the other members of your community, uh, Keeper Nela, Amun, and Tyler, all look down to the body. We will set him right. His family was set upon a pyre that may be appropriate for him as well, so they may be together. A fitting end. Which point for Talison and Asher, you guys approach the guru. As you see the three of them kneeling before Bo's body. As you see Wash and Richie kind of standing there. Richie, of course, taking it fairly well, but Wash is clearly not taking this well as Verity is sitting nearby before she looks up towards you. It is done, I hope. See, it's done. I am sorry for your loss. And I'll bow my head and sort of put my hand over my heart. But all of you, in a day or two to rest, we will help you recover the can. Verite nods. Has the cross uh, up, you know, actually, is the, the roof still keeping the top of the auditorium in place? Uh, well, you look up and you see there's no hole in the roof. As you look as the web-like fabric that surrounded the entire space dissipates. The building doesn't look damaged at all. It's just bodies. Uh, as Verte just looks up, we will take out care of Bo. But as much as this is a painful moment, we will appreciate the assistance with the car. And anything else you need find me of course which point she kind of looks to richie and wash as richie just kind of gives you guys a no just i know this was a shitty way for it to end but thanks of course thank you um i realize that you probably have your own funerary rites and i don't wish to impose upon them however I would like to have some drinks, celebratory and commiseratory drinks, at my apartment, and I would be very much honored if you would join us. Reach out and I'll let you know. And Richie. Uh, which point Richie picks up Bo. As, as he picks up Bo, he looks to you, to you, Asher. I understand if that's the way you all feel, but I... This doesn't have to be the end. The end of... This alliance. A way forward. You think we're giving up on that so easy? Asher smiles. A sad smile, but a smile. Which point they... Is it Richie kind of nods? Kind of looks to Verite and... Come on, leader. We need your help. And Verity just kind of picks up... Uh, wash as the, all three of them head out of the building. Well, shall we see to our fallen ally then, before we see to anything else? Uh, which point you guys here? Aye! Which one of you is Asher? As you see the 
black-haired woman, uh, now unbound, kind of walking up, pale skin, but uh, a, a deep tan to it. As you can see, Kate Benoit standing in the back. You're Asher? Or is this one? I'll point to Asher. Would you be Talia? Pleasure to meet you. I'm sorry it's under such circumstances. I wish it were a lot of different circumstances. Are you here to murder me? Because that's kind of played out. No, I was just coming here to thank you. For? For saving my ass. Well, it is very good to have. It's very good to not be quite as alone as before. You sticking around? Oh, yeah, of course. Like the place. But you, you mean... I suppose I'm confused. More alone? Are you not Tremere? I'm not anything. What do you mean? Well, I mean, the person... The person who turned me... I, I don't know exactly know what Tremere is, but... Look, I get, I get the general picture. Someone fucked me up. But I can't really do anything. You looking for a job? I mean, shit, yeah. How do you feel about a bookstore? <laughs> now you're fucking speaking my language. You'll, uh, you'll meet your manager outside. He's, uh, probably gonna take some mental health leave. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, look, to be honest, being within, I don't even know, a 50-fucking-fucking radius of that guy. Got a motion over here to where Bouchard vanished. Everyone's gonna need a fucking scrambler. I'm gonna be, uh, looking at my phone to just confirm that she is Tremere at this point. Oh, sorry. Well, uh, yeah, at the doc in the document it says Tremere, and it says uh, consult with Asher. So I'm just I'm gonna turn to Asher and nod my head. Train her well. Not immediately, but over the next couple days. Uh, over the next couple days, Asher will perform the blood walk ritual with Talia to get more insight into her heritage. Well, with all that being being said. What we'll say is uh, you collect the body of Frederick Lake. Uh, you are able to pull him out, his corpse from the uh, the site. Uh, what are you doing with Abigail Bray and uh, Monsieur Bouchard and the six ghouls? I think we should not take any chances with them. I would like to see their bodies destroyed. I leave this in your hands. I am tired. Was Bouchard reading out of a book when he was performing the ritual? He was. Could I take it? Mm-hmm. I skipped to the end. What What was it going to do? Well, the end of the book is blank. Uh, it is a very thick book. Uh, as the beginning section seems to have been a entire... Re handwritten section of the entire Bible. Uh, certain events changed and altered as this was handwritten from top to bottom. And then about halfway through the book, it transfers into notes of creating uh, a blood beacon. Uh, as he describes it as something to awaken and mark uh, the city as a dominion of Cain. Uh, 
he writes throughout the book just kind of this general derision of the sabbat how it lacks organization how he has felt disillusioned from it because it lacked order or the order that he deemed necessary uh and upon the creation of a blood beacon uh it re was required the sacrifice of the degenerate thin-blooded killing the target or the sacrifice would have caused some difficulty but it could be still performed it is unknown exactly what a successful performance would have caused but thankfully you don't have to worry about that we destroy the book along with the body okay as you have the bodies collected uh you also do have the two nosferatu outside uh what would you like to do with them i think nakano didn't want to take the reins unless that's changed I thought that maybe we could sit down with them in the gangrel and maybe talk about how they were all misled. I think that is very wise, Asher. So, I want to go up. I'll go to Cape Benoit and I'll say, thank you for joining us, Anastasia. However, based on the current goings on here, I believe you would be safer elsewhere. I believe such as well. I will take over the administration of the Toreadors in the city. I ask that you head to Paris. There is a member of our clan, Jean-Claude. You may have heard of him. I'm aware of Jean-Claude. But with all due respect, Talison, I believe I will be leaving somewhere that you will not know. No one will know. That is, that is fine. I ask that you stop in Paris. Simply to alert some Toreadors that there is space available in Montreal. After, after that, do what you will. I can certainly try, but be aware. What am I saying? You all have outthought me. Good work, Talison. You've saved a lot of people. Thanks from you. Miss Benoit. It's high praise indeed. Stay safe. And she... She nods before she turns and walks away. I'd also like to go to um, the members of my herd and say, Ladies, thank you very much for your assistance tonight. I knew I could count on you, and you did not disappoint. Of course. What kind of people do you take us for? Ones of high character. Which is why I enjoy your company so much. Now, this is something I ask with some trepidation. And it is not something I ask lightly. But you've seen us. You've seen what we can do. And I can think, and then you know what we need. I can think of no finer Torridors 
to help bring the city into a new age of peace than you. I will not force the issue upon you. If you would like to join our ranks, then I will facilitate that. But this is a, this is a choice for you and you alone. I'm more than happy to have you remain at my side. I would be very happy if you would stay on as my associates in your present forum. If you want something more, let me know. All four of them kind of look to each other. My goodness, I feel like I've been proposed to. Let us have a think on it. I'll get down on, I'll get down on one knee and say, only the best for you, my ladies. <laughs> and, and reach out my hand. You see Trixie just like playfully slaps it away. Well, don't you know that a lady needs some time to think about such things? Give us a little bit of a time to think it over. I'll stand up again. I'll say, of course, take as much time as you need. You let me know. But thank you. I greatly appreciate all that you've done and all your support. As per that point, we will now take a step into our epilogue. You guys successfully take the bodies of Bouchard, of Bray, of the other ghouls that were ta that were taken here. Uh, take them up onto Montréal. Take numerous different branches, burnable parishes, and set it up in the parking lot. You're able to make pyres for everyone involved, including Frederick Lake. Uh, as you set him up on his own pyre away from the burning bodies of the others. Uh, you're able to get all the bodies on before you quickly have to flee because of firefighters and police officers very quickly at coming to the spot. Uh, but the bodies are successfully burned and destroyed. In the following days, you guys are able to successfully uh, return the Karn of Morael back to uh, the Wendigo and Fianna uh, tribes of Guru. With the help of Verity, you're actually able to not only just fight the spirits, but also convert some of them back to their proper planes, and you are able to further bond and grow that alliance uh, between your two groups. At which point as far as just general things that are going on in the world before we go into individual epilogues. In the wake of the events of October 31st, there's essentially a, a lot of confusion, a lot of public anger, as the events of October 31st are distorted slightly by the assistance of the true faith as just one really strange day that everyone seemed to have. It, it was something that people were having a hard time like wrapping their heads around until they've approached St. Columba House. Public outcry and essentially a whole bunch of opinion pieces and articles are written about how, essentially how experts seem to believe that uh this kind of repressed emotion uh, was sprung forth based on fear campaigns promoted by the mayor and additional stresses to the community, which was then put into juxtaposition with St. Columba House, where 
upon everyone arriving, uh, the members of St. Columba House just did a, like, started generating lots of food, being able to essentially establish everyone kind of a little bit of comfort and a little bit of home uh, out in the park right across the street from the building. Overall, this culminated into a very public uh, rally cry to have uh, Estelle Lavoie established as mayor of Mont-Royal, which only because there was such a massive outcry to have her assistance did she accept. Is, uh, is there anything that people would like to touch on uh, like in a public like figuring out stuff that they would do on a like larger community scale versus like individually to their experiences i would like to before my own personal actions speak to um estelle and say you know i think after the distressing events of this halloween this you could do with a little more beauty. Perhaps you could do some construction. Spruce the place up a bit in, I don't know, Plastizar, perhaps? Oh, dear Lord. This is what you were about to earn me up for before, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. No, I just... Um, do you think, do you really believe that this city needs more construction? Uh, you make a fair point, actually. We, we have a lot of things that we have to work through. We have to figure out proper construction markets again. It... We've got to figure out how to get the concrete out of the, the hands of the Mafia of this city. Definitely. But... Uh, I'm more than happy to, to offer my assistance. We we will see. We will see. Um, in any case, thank you both very much for all of that you have done. Uh, it has been a sincere pleasure. The pleasure was all ours. Alrighty. Anything else? Uh, Asher circumvents the many traps that were laid in the bookstore after he left trip wires bolts explosives uh all all sorts of stuff um he takes out a loan from talison and purchases the a and w directly adjacent to his shop and expands into it uh, and in that space is a large, like, open space surrounded by comfortable, like, leather chairs. That's, like, a very welcoming boardroom. Uh, and he trains Talia for the job. Um, he finds a therapist for... Sebastian, who is like aware of the world of darkness, but not directly a part of it. Uh, and Sebastian tries out some different medications. It takes a little bit to get the dosage right. Uh, once he does, however, Ryan typically comes and feeds from Sebastian to assist in his own difficulties. Uh, I think the two of them become pretty close as friends. I suppose speaking of Ryan and big uh, and big changes, we have a moment before uh, Estelle Lavoie becomes mayor, still in the point of the public outcry and calling for her nomination. 
um, you would all get a message from Lavoie uh, and Ryan. Come to St. Columba House immediately. Emergency meeting required. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I assume I'm, I'm at St. Columba House. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, you would be the first one to notice this, actually. That's a very good point. Um, Nakano, uh, you do see waking up for one of your shifts, kind of for the evening, working at the house. Um, you see Ryan come in. Oh, hey, bud. How's it going? Ah, Ryan. Can we help you with something today? Uh, well, I'm actually uh, doing a little thing with um, Miss Lavoie. Uh, I heard about your guys' little thing with, uh, like, being able to walk in daylight and that sort of thing. Um, I just kind of wanted to see if I could get me a little bit of that, you know? I see. <laughs> you know, it, it's, kind of embar- it, it's kind of embarrassing when I can't, like, go out and on a date with, like, Barbara. Go forth, Ryan. Uh, cool. As you see, Estelle just kind of, Oh, Ryan, please come in, come in, come in. Um... It's about 15 minutes, uh, Nakano, as you're kind of, uh, like, sweeping up, just getting the place nice and clean. Uh, before you hear from the office, ah! Knock, knock, knock. Is everything okay in there? Um, I think so. As you kind of just... Open the door. And before you, you see uh, Estelle standing there, arm kind of out, just looking shocked towards Ryan, who you see looks mortal. The skin is plump, coming in darker. You can see it is flush coming to his cheeks. You can see the red focuses around his eyes have gone down. His hair has become essentially less uh, scarce and almost wiry, but is now back to like a black slick. And you can hear with your acute senses that boom, boom boom in his chest my god we need to tell the others about this as which point ryan just faints <laughs> which point talison and asher you approach uh saint columba house finding a fainted but now alive ryan as uh, estelle just kind of strangest thing i was helping him with a the transition that I was assisting you all with. And we got to thinking, what would happen if he drank my blood? Um, and well, this is it. I don't know what to do with this information. Talison just sort of looks totally shocked and stares into space a little bit, is sort of unaware how to process what's just happened. For once, he is lost for words. We should keep this secret for now though if there are young people 
turned against their will. This offers a way back into their own lives. Perhaps Tyler would be interested. And uh, you guys hold on to the secret, as it were. Uh, do you mention it to Tyler? I think I asked Tyler that if there were a way to be turned back, would he want it? Kind of one point when he visits the shop. God, that's a hard question. You, um, you, Talison, Nakano, and Nayla, you guys are all sticking around, right? I'm not going anywhere. I, I, I only just repaired my shop. Look, I, I suppose I came to the, the understanding that if there's no good power in the world, you got to achieve power to make it right. And I think that's the only reason that would be holding me back, which isn't much of a reason at all. Especially when we got people like you around. So I suppose if I have the uh, had the option, yeah. Okay. Come with us. Okay. You lead Tyler to Estelle. Uh, you give them a moment. Steps back out. Tyler is a whole new man. That's so. That's so scary. I feel more myself than I have in a very long time. Thank you, all of you. I wouldn't have made it out of this without you. You had better still come and visit the shop. Oh, of course, of course. Now I'm sure me and Emil will will come knocking. I mean, shit, uh, Asher. If you get your uh, what is it, your shop certified with mcgill maybe i'll start picking up some of my course packs from there oh i don't that would be so much business and yes of course i'll do it (laughs) asher doesn't asher doesn't start carrying course packs but he does keep track of the classes that tyler and emil and any of the other magi are taking and specifically stocks those textbooks ahead of time most of the Magi, it's religious studies, uh, which is greatly assisted with Amun el Kamil. Uh, great for tutoring, and uh, great having the instructor as a friend. Uh, also, uh, studies of new religion, spirituality, uh, where some of it is hocus pocus, but some of it has hidden truths for all the wrong reasons. Um, as Emil. I believe Emil was getting her communications, uh, was it degree and or or poli sci or something like that. E- yes, that's right. She was uh, compl- she is now completing her poli sci, and Tyler uh, is uh, finishing up his law degree. And so Talia and Sebastian get settled back in at the nightly nook. They help Asher to expand, and Asher starts hosting meetings between the different elements within the city. Uh, He tries to get Estelle to come to most of them, and tries to convince her to, like, share the truth with, like, a trusted aide or something so that people in the mayor's office are aware of what's going on. Uh, 
end eventually even with his dreams starting to come true Asher still doesn't have all the answers he wants uh, he learns the ritual to communicate with his sire after 70 years and begins asking her questions about the thin-blooded and any research that she has and he also one night late nearly before dawn knocks on Talison's door Talison personally um, because he's using using his connections um, he's going to set up false id false ids for uh, any and all of the group and work work on getting them absolutely airtight he's going to make sure that he's got one as a government official so that it's not weird him continuing to walk in with uh, Estelle um he is going to lean on her a little bit for more development but because he's he's this is the first time that he's got really close to realizing his dream of you know having enough power and authority so that he will never be enslaved and his friends will never be enslaved he's diving headlong into it so he's starting shell companies he's trying to funnel money into the city both covertly and overtly into the bookshop into saint columba house sorry he'll be in strict communication with jean-claude in uh in france to make sure that the tory doors being sent over are of a peaceable and agreeable nature uh you communicate with jean-claude no Tory doors are interested. That's okay. Uh, he'll also um, talk to his herd, see if any of them want to be turned. Nixie, Dixie, and Barbara uh, inform you that they're going to hold off, as it were. Uh, Barbara was flirting with it more due to Ryan's uh, condition until he was unturned. Uh, however, Trixie comes up to you. Well, I've had a sweet little thought about it, and I figure there are worse people to spend my life with. I am flattered, nearby. So, I will embrace Trixie. I will, as much as my duties allow me, I will train her in the ways of the Torridor, in, you know, responsible feeding and everything like that. And when choosing a couple of other individuals to turn i will alert asha and if nakano chooses to um include himself in the affairs him as well um but it'll only be to the point where there's a small number he's he's not going crazy he'll very very acutely pick you know over the course of like a year or something like that to make sure that they're of the correct quality and so there may be three or four toriadors but 
nothing crazy. Uh, as you're getting, as you're getting word out during this process, uh, you do get an envelope uh, appear at your door. Uh, you open it up uh, as you see that there is a fairly large document, uh, not huge. Uh, what looks to be a LARP camp application, uh, but instead it comes from a very familiar uh, figure, Doug, uh, <laughs> who writes in the corner on a post-it note, this was the only application information I could find. Uh, I filled out the paperwork uh, inside. It also has my SIN number and uh, all other related employment information. I don't know if this is required for you. Uh, please uh, thank you so much for uh, your consideration. You even see there is a cover letter. Oh my God. I will I will speak with uh, both Asher and Nakano uh, and the mayor to see if this is agreeable by them. I'm, I'm not making him Tremere. That's... It's not a good fit. I am I am not making him Nosferatu. Well, he certainly has the gift of the gab to be a Toreador. Perhaps he can learn some discretion. But he's a good storyteller, nonetheless. So, are we in agreement? Your clan. I will I'll I'll keep as you know, as much of an open table as, as, as possible. So with everyone's a- approval I will um, I will turn Doug as well into a Toreador. But I'll, I'll double down on the education. <laughs> P- pretty much the entire like, D- Doug is just over the moon. He, like, during the entire intro process, he's just like ah, oh, so that's 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 great there. Thank you so much for the uh, for the opportunity. Um, a question. Are, are we supposed to, like, change names? I did. You don't have to if you don't want to. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Which point he takes this information and uh, upon completion of the turning. All right, that's it. That is it. Welcome to the world of darkness. May you be a beacon of light. Uh, well, well, actually, I was more—I was more kind of thinking, uh, as opposed to light being more, you know, like darker side. So I was kind of thinking, from no longer just Doug, call me Nightshade. Oh, good God! I'm not good at Nightshade. Have an actual an actual name. Uh, how about um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Moon Shadow. Actual name. Yeah, Moon first name Shadow last name. Asher makes a name tag that says Moon Shadow, and when you flip it, it says Nightshade, <laughs> and he gives it to Doug as a gift, uh, a, like a couple weeks later. Yes. Talison will attend the the roundtable meetings and. He's 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 not been given a, a, an opportunity or a reason to bring out his more vengeful side, so he's battening down the hatches and making sure that what happened to him and the um, you know the thin bloods and neonates that that recently got turned doesn't happen to anyone again. So he's doing his best to protect the city and everyone in it and build up Plastazar. <laughs> so Asher knocks on Talison's door on like a random night 
Buona sera, my friend. How are you? It's good to see you as always. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. And Asher looks a little bit nervous. Mind if I come sit for a moment? Join us, and I'll take him to the elevator to the secret top floor. Set him up in a you know or set us up in main drawing room. You know you've been busy, and I've been chatting again with my sire. She's thinking about sending some people over, not necessarily Tremere, but just whoever's around, so long as they fit what we're looking for. But you've been busier than ever, and I, uh, well, I wanted to know if you were okay with a partner for Guardian of Lost Children. Well, I think I've graduated to Baron now, so I will need somebody else to help um, assume the responsibilities. Are you sure? Who would you propose join me in guarding the lost children? And I'll sort of look at him with a, a knowing grin. We're talking about me, right? Yes, Asher. We're, we're talking to- about we're me. talking about you. Like a huge amount of stress leaks out, <laughs> just leaks out of him. Good. Good. I want you by my side, Asher. I want you leading the way like me. You have a vested interest in keeping the city safe, keeping the peace, and bringing some honor back to the kindred. I would be happy to have you by my side as Baron and as Keeper of the Lost Children. I'll think about the Baron thing, but as for the other one, I'm in. Excellent. I couldn't think of anyone better. I think you're forgetting one person. As you just kind of turn and you see Trixie is in a full, like, red sequin dress. Just, like, got the shaker ready. Well, I mean, I'll just say, I'm a close second. Trixie, of course you are. However, I require someone of a little Asher, more. A- Asher silently shakes his head behind behind Talson's back. And mouths, no, you aren't. You are a close second. However, I require <laughs> you by my side. This role requires someone with a little bit more experience in the world, which is something that you don't have yet. Mm. As Talson settles into his role as one of the barons, um, more and more on his side, Trixie's going to be there. And it's just, it's, it's once or twice, and then it's a little bit more, and a little bit more. And people notice they're just getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer each time. At which point, uh, speaking of barons, in the temporary purpose, uh, groups are kind of looking for potentially a new way of governance. Uh, But as per the moment, Taliesin is offered the position of baron, uh, as is Keeper Nela, uh, who accepts... uh, as is uh, Amun El Kamil, uh, who uh, decides actually to be an advisor for uh, the keeper. What about Riff? Uh, Riff is offered uh, 
a barony, uh, which he does accept. I, upon uh, Riff accepting the barony, I will take off Ash, uh, uh, Esther's furs, which I haven't worn out since that night, and I'll present them to him as a a token of leadership. And he just kind of takes them and puts them on. Oh, he's learning to he's learning to communicate with Riff. He's trying. <laughs> he's not doing a very good job, but he's trying. Asher also demands that there be a guru baron without question uh it is very easy to get a guru on board uh as verte uh takes on the role uh as oh i kind of wanted uh, tall tales (laughs) (laughs) tall tales is definitely an advisor but uh verte is is uh a child of the moon so uh, immediately great peacekeeper Asher wants a magi on the on this like baron's council that they're making, but knows that Sebastian isn't in a place that he can take that quite yet. Nope. Uh, however, Emil uh, does step up. Emil takes it. Fantastic. From which, uh, moving away for a second, Nakano, what are you up to? The very first thing that Nakano does is takes the. As soon as he steps out of the oratory, he gets into his car, and he drives to the goddamn insectarium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking right. Damn, they got a whole bunch of bugs in here. And then I, I, once the bat's in there, I leave immediately after, and I never call him again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next day, you do see a news headline: bat uh, trapped inside of insectarium, half of exhibits eaten or dis- or <laughs> in disarray. Ah well, insect species becomes extinct because bat. <laughs> Nakano is going to go back down to the heart, and he is going to disable or destroy much of the tech down there so that it cannot be abused and then he is going to go to St. Columba House and in the back in a little plot of dirt he is going to take all of his guns and his swords and he is going to bury them deep uh, he he takes one of Talison's fake identities and shortly into November, both Roy Nakano and Ryuichi Nagano die in completely separate, mysterious accidents. And Ren Nakamura begins working at St. Columba House. Fake identities uh, work as planned for you ren uh one of the points that you're beginning to start your shift uh estelle kind of leans out um would that be able to speak to you to just just for a moment yes um perfect which point she pulls you into the office um i don't want to take up too much of your time but uh i do have two things I wanted to ask you. 
Um, the first one is a delicate question, but I wanted to ask it nevertheless. Before, a long time ago, you said that you wanted to no longer be a soldier and to no longer fight in the same way. I don't want this to come off as rude. I am simply inquiring if part of that you wanted to, and she just offers a palm forward, change. He... He just looks at her. Sadly, hopefully, a lot of emotions in there. I... And he takes her hand. I must... There is both a great burden to what I am and a great responsibility. Can I do what I must if I am no longer a vampire? I must... I must think about this. What, uh, what was your second question? Well, the second question is uh, equally as important, but also potentially um, uh, laughable in the state of things. Um, I got a official request uh, last night if I wanted to officially become mayor of the city. Um, and with all your hard work that you've done, I wanted to see if you wanted to come on as one of my advisors. That is very generous of you, Estelle. I would be, of course, happy to advise you, but I am not sure if the political sphere is, is for me. I understand. I would not force this upon you. I suppose the purpose is, is I just need to have people around me who have a good heart. I want people that I know I can trust, not necessarily just to listen to me, but to do what is right. And so I can trust you. He smiles. Then I will be at your side. Wonderful. Well, take your time. Think it over. Um, yeah, I think, um, after that for a little while, um, I think that in his duties at St. Columba House, uh, Nakano, Ren, whatever, I'll just keep calling him Nakano for the sake of consistency, uh, Nakano sort of also uses St. Columba House as like a halfway house for new vampires or vampires who have just entered the city and need somewhere to go. Uh, ne never like 
trying to be a leader for them or anything. Or never officially. I I think sometimes they look to him as a leader and he is not a fan of that. Um, he also... He also volunteers sometimes at the Japanese-Canadian Cultural Center in Montreal. And I think... I'd also like to think he, like, does a bit of moonlighting driving the blood bank truck around. Now that Doug's busy being Moonshadow Nightshade. And one evening... He, uh, he parks the truck in front of the nightly nook and calls Asher and Talison to, to meet him there. Uh, Talison would try to make a point to visit uh, both Nakano and Asher outside of business because uh, they're his buddies. But in this occasion, yeah, he's going to duck on over. Asher's, Asher's there. And I'll, I'll drop a small, cooler sack of blood bags on the table for us in, like, a in like a private room there, I guess. Asher takes out three, like, bendy straws. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Little curly ones. <laughs> yeah. And some margarita glasses. The three of us have, uh... We've done a lot together in this world pushed the world of vampires ever further into the future. Soon enough, the three of us will be relics, eh? You two before me. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet, youngster. <laughs> I plan on sticking around for a while just yet, though. But it, it has gotten me thinking. We have been around for a long time, and we have done what I hope is good work. Perhaps there is even better work that we can do. I don't know. But I just... I'm, I am wondering. Estelle has... Um, <clears throat> offered me... The chance to... Become mortal again. And you would... You would live? You wouldn't age the years in between? I don't know. No one's ever really tried this before. I suppose that there is a possibility that I would simply turn to dust. That would be a very anticlimactic. But I suppose it's a possibility. While those that uh, have undergone the procedure weren't kindred for too long, they didn't seem to age at all when they were returned to mortality it may be that you simply become the Nakano as you are now but mortal what is it that you want see follow your heart I I would like peace for myself for the city and I fear that one does not work with the other I am trying my best to bring peace and security to the city. And I will do whatever I can to maintain that. I think, however, there is a time when you must look inward, Nagano. You have been a great friend and ally 
an honorable man for a long time. If this is what you truly want, I am behind you. I will visit you as you age, and I will be at your funeral when you pass. How wonderfully morbid, Talison. Well, we are what we are. But thank you. If you choose to do this, you will still be receiving letters of everything that goes on in the council meetings. Each week, you'll be receiving updates constantly. You're welcome to join, represent the mortals, and that way, if ever we overstep or toe the line, at least I'll know that we have you there to tell us that that is where we stop. However, Nagano, if you would like to do this in a more informal manner, simply tell us that we are misstepping. If you want to step back from the kindred world and find your peace, you can also do that. It appears you are both the idea guys tonight. Well, it had to happen sooner or later, didn't it? <laughs> Thank you, my friends. And after we've had a couple of drinks, chatted, called it a night, I will get back in my truck and I will drive back to St. Columba House. And I will, uh, I will find Estelle. Working late, she just kind of, uh, yes, hello, Nakano? Oh, I'm sorry, Ren? It is fine. For you, it is fine. I, there was a time when I looked upon all of this everything as a curse I viewed myself as a monster that much Bouchard had right but sometimes what I am sometimes it seems not so cursed and not so monstrous and it is something that enough people must face that I I can help them I can make them understand that they are not cursed either and I do not think that I can do that not in an honest way if I step out of the shadows fully just yet of course well, I'm still very happy to have you as my advisor, Nakano. I hope you know now that I have met many men who are monsters. I have met few monsters, I will admit, but I have never met a man such as you. I will, yeah, I will lean over and I will give her a kiss on the forehead. And I will say, 
the world is not so dark when I stand next to you. And someday, if I'm very, very lucky, I can bring some of that light to others. Thank you for everything, Estelle. And I think that's... That's Nakano. In which case... I will... Finish off our story here... With three... Beats, as it were. As Nakano. Working early into the morning... Of one day... For the... Uh, for St. Columba House... Uh, taking in, as you said, uh, traveling members of the vampire community, anyone who is halfway between here and there and needing a little bit of a foot up. It's one of these nights, as you're kind of cleaning up, that you see the group there before you hear a, a knock at the door. I will open it. As you see standing before you, a faceless man. He has no eyes, he has no nose, he has nothing. Except for a captain's uniform. As he tilts his head down towards you and back upwards. It's good to see you again, Nakano. Harcourt. How are things going on this side of the continent? Nothing that would concern you. I see you got some pretty sweet digs here. It's great to see you. I'm glad to see you're doing well. It's always a beautiful moment to see one of your children flourish. I am no boy anymore, Harcourt. I will kill you. <laughs> always the dramatic Nakano. But don't worry. I'll be around port. If you need anything, just let me know. As he just steps one foot after another. It really is good to see you again, Nakano. As he vanishes from sight. As we move over to the nightly nook, we see Asher collecting... The last of a series of books that you're about to shelf before your night is going to end as as Sebastian and Talia are essentially about to switch shifts. Uh, as Talia kind of... Oh, shit. All right. Thank God this fucking shit is done. Uh, I'm going to take a nice long nap. Uh, Sebastian. Well, I do not know if you're completely done just yet. There's still more books out front to take care of. Uh, uh, at which point, Talia kind of heads out the door as Sebastian just kind of turns to you. Um, We'll take care of the rest. You, uh, you get some rest. Thanks. How are you doing? Better every day. As much as one can be. And we're okay? Better. Asher nods. Heads towards the stairs. Okay. Which point, as you're heading towards the stairs, you hear a thump, a dropping sound. Turn towards it. 
you turn and you see where essentially where the back room was once clustered with books uh, has now been organized finally but there's one book that's there that was not there before Asher moves towards it picks it up it's very small very thin uh, it's almost hard to get your fingers on exactly it looks very old very worn uh, and you see that there's only a few pages inside I check out the spine I turn over my shoulder to see if Sebastian has noticed this book and then I crack it open uh, Sebastian's already headed to the front room but as you crack it open you look down uh, and there's only one page with writing on it uh, it's a short message as it reads thanks for holding on to my book I appreciate the uh, assistance hopefully one day we'll get to meet signed Mr. Hyatt I think it was at the repository but that's okay I'll, t- I'll take it oh the book is now at the repository as soon as I read that I'm out I'm at the door I also on my way Asher would have been like stressed but so so careful not to be followed okay uh, you head to the repository uh, you see Keeper Nela kind of approaching the door I'm sorry Asher is there something wrong she kind of heads off towards the shelves and shelves of books as you go to where essentially alphabetized but also sometimes a little bit scattered in a pattern that only Keeper Nela knows as you look as you see a perfect hole in the library wall she just kind of looks to you shit Shit. as we hard cut to talison as talison you're gathering the last of your things for the evening as you hear from uh your bedroom hun are you coming as soon as i'm finished up here I shall be there shortly. All right. Don't take too long. I would, uh... I would never keep you waiting, my dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sass. Uh, at which point, uh, uh, Talison, you get a knock at the door. One moment, my dear. I'll call out. It appears we are company. And I'll head to the door. And I will open it. Okay. You open the door as you see a relatively tall gentleman, kind of uh, black in hair in a very nice cut, well-tailored suit, uh, this pale but strangely tanned skin uh, to a certain extent, standing there as you see a figure you have met before. Uh, As you look upon, you never knew his name. But this was another child of Anastasia the Red. You must pass on the name of your tailor, sir. The cut is impeccable. And I'm hiding my concern. Because it's definitely there. The the hairs on the back of my neck are definitely standing up. Uh, sorry to call such, uh, early in the morning. 
Just uh, had a quick question. You're Talison Sforza, correct? It depends on who's asking. Well, uh, you can simply call me uh, Henry Dufresne. I come from New York. You've made quite a uh, quite a kerfuffle up here. Well, you know, I do love being part of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say, uh, I've been here for, uh, for a message. I suppose a, uh, an offering. The Ivory Tower is impressed by your work. I'll, I'll put it to you bluntly. The Camarilla want to make a deal. And that's where we're going to end off our story. Oh! <laughs> Fuck none. 100%. Jesus, fuck. Also, just with with this, there's got there's got to be a season two. There's got to be a season two. That that's what I'm doing. I'm just I'm I'm just laying the groundwork for next season. The fucking Nakano one, motherfucker. You think you can come and sh- piss off Nakano and get away with it? Nuh-uh. illuminate the trail of prey. I'm on your tail. We're going to ruin you. Uh, well, I- I'll be the first to say thank you all so much for listening to the first season of both Montreal by Night, but also the first season of The Rook and the Rascal. Uh, we are so happy to have you all along with us for the journey. Um, we are going to be having a talkback episode following up from this week's recording. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and for the, well, I suppose for the last time as per, uh, a game recording, uh, do people want to plug anything? Do people want to do any shout outs, anything at all? Obviously I have plugged my other podcast, October Jones and Fish with Legs many times over the course of the season and quite frankly if you've made it this far and don't know about that podcast th- th- there's bigger issues at work and so I'm just going to take an opportunity to echo Tyson's sentiment and just thank everyone who has stuck around for this this weird this dark this very funny and thoroughly enjoyable series that we have somehow managed to cobble together uh i i really am so grateful sorry takeshi is that the podcast that uh received multiple nominations for the canadian podcast awards not only that but it uh won uh an award what which one was that ethan that that's that's what i thought i heard as well Yes, October Jones and Fish with Legs is a a Canadian podcast, award-winning podcast. It's three o'clock in the morning. I don't know how to finish that sentence. I would love to give a shout-out to our incredible storyteller, Tyson Fraley, for his patience with the three of us power gamers. And just, I... I'm so happy to have been invited to to be a part of this. Uh, all you out there listening, we love you. 
take care of yourselves. Be kind. Uh, ask yourself, what would Nakano do? <laughs> That's a good thing to ask yourself, to be honest. Um, I'd like to have a few shout-outs. Um, firstly, guys, get your COVID vaxxers. Let's get let's let's knock this thing out of the park. But uh, I guess more, but closer to home, I would like to thank Tyson for bringing me on board. It's been great to catch up again, buddy. And you continue to be an absolutely phenomenal DM and storyteller. I'd like to thank Three Kings Loot for uh, supporting this. Great shop. Go buy stuff. Uh, Ethan and Takeshi, you guys are absolute legends. Thanks for, uh, and thanks to all of you for, for putting up with my eccentricities and for accommodating the fact that I am on the other side of the world. There's been times where I've, it's been a bit early and you guys have pushed the recording back, even though it's been later for you guys. So thank you very much for that. Um, I'd like to thank my friend Claudia who I lived with in London. She, I based some of the accent off her and she taught me some of the uh, vocabulary, the swear words. Um, <laughs> and I'd like to thank, um, I'd like to thank Hannah as well. She's been drawing some artwork for, for me and for us and sending along little doodles. Yep, we, uh, uh, this is going to be way in the past for the audience, but uh, as per our current moment recording, uh, we just posted her first artwork piece uh, on our Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook of our dear boy Asher Haynes, uh, and absolutely, uh, Hannah does a great job with the art. Um, if you want to follow her on Instagram, she's on under there is human bean. B3AN. Go check her workout. It's awesome. And thank you to all our listeners as well. You guys are phenomenal. Well, in which case, once again, thank you all so much for listening and being on this journey with us. Uh, it has been so much fun. Uh, and I can't wait to do it again. Uh, let us know if you want more Vampire the Masquerade shenanigans, and uh, we'll be happy to bring it back. Uh, as always, uh, if you like this podcast and you like this series, make sure to check out The Rook and the Rascal on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your better podcasts. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube at Three Kings Loot. Uh, make sure to get all your board game news from The Bag of Loot and all of your board game needs from Three Kings Loot. And make sure to, oh, yeah, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Gotta, gotta do that new shout out. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, echoing what Ethan said, be kind to one another. Have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll catch you next time.